this is Rhonda Hedges, the host of Humbly Human Podcast. I hope that this will bring you some joy and some laughter into your day. And hopefully the storm that you are facing give you a moment of lightheartedness to face what you have coming before you today or maybe something you've already faced. Enjoy. Good afternoon, Humbly Human listeners, and I hope today that you're ready for a funny story again at my expense, but I hope it helps you to laugh and to find some joy in your life. Have you ever felt like, are you kidding me, things happen or just keep happening in your life when you audibly say out loud, are you kidding me? I know when I say this, I often have experienced chain, a chain of events that are not understandable. They just seem to keep coming. Things strung together that seem outrageous at the time. Because honestly, how much can happen to one person? And how much can one person take? I'm here to tell you, you can take a lot. It doesn't always feel like it, but we can take far more than we ever realize we can. What I know is that if we can reframe those moments as they are happening for a purpose, then it helps us to move forward. I've recently discovered that some people don't handle things very well. They will throw their hands up in the air and want a miracle. Now, trust me, I believe in miracles. And I know they happen. But more often than not, we must learn to dance in the rain of today to see the rainbow of tomorrow. Yeah, I said it. That's cute, isn't it? (laughs) Dance in the rain of today, looking for the rainbow of tomorrow. When you're going through something, you certainly don't want someone to say that. Now, Understand, I say that as I have spent many times crying out to God in my car alone. I don't know if you're one of those people, but my car alone is the place where God hears the most from me. I've had seasons where I have no words for God. I just would say, I don't know how to pray, but I'm here. Now, if you're a pastor or theologian listening to this, you may say, what? However, I know these moments when we do not, I had these moments when we do not know how to pray and you will too, that the right request is not okay. Let me give you an example. That if you ask what you, for what you really, really want, then you're being selfish. And if you ask the opposite, you're going to lose. To best describe this, I'll share in the illness of my dear niece. I would cry to God, I don't know what to pray. I wanted a miracle for her to be healed, but the damage that cancer had done to her body would leave her with a life of pain, and I knew that. Then if I prayed for her to have the ultimate healing in the arms of Jesus, well, then I would lose her here on earth. Well, neither seemed viable to me, and I remember telling my dear friend, I don't know what to say or pray. Have you ever been at that crossroads in life where it just seemed no matter what you prayed or what you did, nothing turned out right. You just didn't know what the right prayer was. It's not until recently that I did understand just how crazy a concept this was in my life. God's not waiting on for me to ask him for him to do his work. In fact, he's already written the story. The prayer I needed to pray was for me to accept his will and ultimate plan. To be real, I hold back prayer, tears as I say this and tell you about the prayer that I prayed. To request to accept God's will is a tall order. And when I uttered the words through sobs, 
about my dear niece. I knew we would lose her on this side of earth. I needed the strength to accept what was to come. Since I've had more moments and dare to guess there's even more to come in my journey. Unfortunately, these events come every day as well in our everyday life. They're not always in those large life-altering moments of losing a loved one like my niece. No, that or in the ones of changing a career path. No, they're in those everyday moments. Those, are you kidding me? Something else happens. No, they're often like waves crashing on the shore continually and repeatedly, not allowing us to catch our breath. Those around you may not even know that you are more metaphorically out of breath. Other than you are sharp to respond or even miss valuable information in a conversation. I like to say it is when you are that kind of tired that a nap can't even fix. It's those waves. And if we look around, if we could see the other people around us are on that same shore with us. And the waves are hitting them and they too are just trying to breathe. A lot of us are facing those moments at the same time. We just don't know it. Many of us walk around like this and then one thing hits and another thing hits and we say out loud, are you kidding me? The funny thing is we are often all facing these ways and don't even notice. Now I say this because I am the worst at noticing the suffering of those around me. I think because I often suffer in silence like so many people. I don't share my heart when things happen. I just get in the routine of life and I deal with it. Now, I know this isn't healthy, and it's not always what you should give people advice to do, but I think the reality is that so many people live that way. We just get in our routine. We walk day in and day out, and we'd rather keep the routine for a sense of normal normalcy on top of a crazy life that we might be experiencing. It reminds me of a funny time that I'm dying to tell you about, that there were people in the same location when this occurred that didn't even know what happened. There are people that are going to listen to this podcast and say, I was there, but I don't remember that. It's kind of funny, isn't it? How a wave can be crashing on someone, even in the same location, and you don't even know that it occurred. However, on this day, I'm going to explain something that happened that is rather funny. There was a lot of humor in it, but it also was a huge wave that could have went drastically different. Now, you see, at the time, I was a principal, and I rarely was in my office during the school day due to the nature of the school. However, on this day, I had walked to the office to tell the secretary something when one of the teachers walked in to tell me that when she walked past the activity bus going to her car to get something, it smelled funny. Now, it was lunchtime, and the elementary students in the school had just returned from a short trip to the zoo. They had used the school activity bus for the trip, and the driver was a staff member. We were given an activity bus for these field trips and activities that we did with our students. A staff member was licensed to drive the bus, and he would take them on these trips. I instantly was concerned about the smell and the teacher the teacher described and walked to where the bus was parked at the rear of the building, close to the adjoining high school. As I reached the door, I saw a small stream of smoke coming from the radiator area of the bus. Now, please note, this was a very small stream of white smoke. Now, I'm from the country, and the first thing that I thought was the bus must have gotten too hot. 
It was a sub bus because our real bus had been taken in for just a routine checkup that they would do on the buses. So we had a bus that I was not as familiar with. I needed to check under the hood in hopes to cool the bus off. But I'll be honest with you, I had no idea how to get that big bus hood up. I immediately radioed for my AP or the assistant principal to join me and thought I knew that he and I could figure out how to get that bus hood open and I'll be fine. As I stepped closer, I looked between the grate on the front of the bus where the small stream of smoke was slowly leaving the bus and I noticed a glow that was beginning and quickly I knew the bus was on fire. I instantly called my AP to grab a fire extinguisher and for my secretary to call 911 and the security office. Now let me say what I'm about to share only took moments, but I will never forget the thought in my head screaming, are you kidding me? The bus is on fire? I called the custodial staff to bring all the fire extinguishers they had in the area and bring them out to the bus. At that moment, my AP came running out the door, threw an extinguisher at me, and he and I instantly started spraying white foam at the bus. The smoke grew greater, and the flames were now glowing from the front of the bus. I was so concerned, and yet the battle to put out the, the fire, we were doing the best that we could, very good. Then, as we were on canister six or seven, because the custodial staff had arrived with a big, huge push cart full of all the fire extinguishers in the entire complex as we had that canister he had six i had seven waiting for the fire department to arrive the engine to the bus suddenly roared to life i mean not just started it revved up like someone was pushing the gas pedal run, run. i will never forget the look on my ap's face as i looked at him and he said did it just start we continued to spray the white foam at the bus, trying best to get it to stop. Now, we were looking right at the driver's seat, and there was no one on that bus. So this bus had taken on a whole life of its own. And in fact, my assistant principal looked at me and said, well, it's Christine. And we both busted out laughing from the old Stephen King movie. The car in the movie takes on its own personality and kills people. I just knew that crazy bus was going to lunge into gear, slammed the both of us against the brick wall behind me. The smoke was now pillowing from the bus and the engine was revving as we used every fire extinguisher that we could find. They were all over the ground around us and I heard the siren off in the distance. When the fire department arrived, they praised our firefighting ability as the running bus was still having a few flames. I remember after fighting the flames and the bus finally turned off, I sat on the ground and laughed because really this was one for the books. It truly was a, are you kidding me moment. As the black soot was all over my face, I remember going back into the building and someone asked me something unrelated to what I had just experienced. In fact, it didn't even notice the black soot on my face. I remember I thought they had no idea that just a moment ago I was fighting to put out a bus fire to save their life and they needed to report that the copier wasn't working. I laughed as I simply answered their question and walked back to my office. I know so often I do this too to other people. I have no idea that they are just fought a fire. I tell you this funny story because it's so how life seems to go. And as you hit, you're hit with those, are you kidding me moments this week? Just remember, grab a fire extinguisher, fight like a warrior, and then turn and tell someone how to fix a copy machine. Because that's what we need to do. 
as those waves crash against us and cause us not to breathe and cause those are you kidding me moments over and over again in every day and moment of this week and life that you're going to live. Just remember, someone else is fighting the same waves and trying to breathe. We all need to have grace for each other and patience. I know that my patience has not been that great lately, and I hope that as I move forward that I remember the day that I fought a bus fire and then told someone how to fix a copier. Kind of proud of that. I hope you have a wonderfully, humbly human week and hope that next week when we get together, I'll have another funny for you. Have a great one. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed Humbly Human. Be sure to like and follow so that you'll get more episodes from us coming soon. We'll drop a new episode every week. Have a great day.